Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? Unlike a car with its user's manual, we are born without instructions how to live. We experience life vicissitudes without a so-called user's manual. The Gita has been described as such a guide. These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda, which he has been delivering for more than 25 years. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. So those of you who remember, we were on chapter 6 two weeks ago, and we discussed verses 25 26 and 27. Chapter 6 is a Dhyana Yoga. The first six chapters, as we have discussed many, many times, describe the you part of that you are, that thou art, Tattvamase in the Upanishads. So the you part is you and I, who we are today, we discussed in the first six chapters. And it culminates into Dhyana Yoga. That who I am, which I can't understand right now, I can reflect on myself and find that self. This false notion is this is me, this body, mind, and intellect. To undo this, I have to contemplate on that self. And once I find myself by myself, becomes content in myself, then my yoga is complete. That's what we have seen. The the verse we have seen, which says, Atmanam pasyam atmani tushyade. Seeing the self by the atmana, atmanam pasyan. Atmani Tushyati. Seeing the self by the self, I'm satisfied in myself. That's the goal of life. I want contentment, I want happiness, which is everlasting. I looked at, I sought that outside. I finally find in myself. And once I find that in myself, I'm satisfied, content. That's the goal. So the first six chapters told us who we are, what are our shortcomings, and how to overcome that, culminating into meditation. And we came across a new definition of yoga in the last few verses, which says, Dukkha Sanyoga Vyoga is yoga. Disassociation with the association with sorrows is yoga. You've seen that right now, we actually associate with our sorrows. And therefore, we are sorrowful. I have ache and and pain in my leg, and I think I have pain. So I start associating with this pain. Somebody pricks me, and that's my pain. 
but when doctor or a nurse is ready to give me an injection, I'm already prepared for that. I disassociate myself from that pain so I can tolerate it without any problem. Because I have already disengaged and say that's not really a pain, not something unnatural happening to me. That attitude of disassociating yourself with the association with pain. Pain exists. Sorrows exist. When my association with that ends, Bhagavan said, that's yoga. Dukkha sanyoga yoga is yoga. And therefore I say, Dukhena guruna api na vichalyate. Then the greatest sorrows come. From the outside world, it seems like greatest sorrows are coming to me. From my perspective, those sorrows are just the natural occurring of this world. It happens just as the laws of nature predicted will happen. So therefore, in yogi who has disassociated himself from the sorrows, he is without any, any sorrows. He has found himself by himself, and he finds this infinite joy and happiness in that. So the next three verses which we had seen says they are go, go along with 24 which says Sankalpa Prabhavan Kaman Tekta Sarvan Asheshataha Manasa Indriyagramam Vinayamya Samantataha You have traveled that journey from ignorance about yourself to understanding what's not right in my internal instrument, the mind and intellect, purifying it through the karma yoga, contemplating on that self, I have come to this point that now I have given up all the desire-prompted actions, all the desires which are prompted by by sankalpa shakti of my mind. In other words, I may have normal desires like I'm thirsty and I want water. That's not Sankalpa Prabhavan Kama. They are not born out of my fanciful imagination. It's a reality. I'm thirsty when I need water. But the Sankalpa Shakti in my mind is my mind projects a future, imaginary future, and say, if I do this, then I can do this, and then I will have this, and then I'll gain this, and then I'll be a millionaire. Well, that's my Sankalpa Shakti. And what I do is before I start a plan to achieve that goal, my mind has already moved on to another goal. He said, but I can also do this and then do this and then do this and then I can be a billionaire. So before even I start any concrete actions to achieve my goal, my mind has erased that goal and give me another goal. So I'm constantly chasing the goal which is not there. By the time I start working on my goal, my goal has moved away. So I'm aimlessly moving. And you see, that Sankalpa Sakti, all the desires prompted by this fanciful nature of my mind, when I give up a sesata without leaving anything behind. In other words, I will live in the presence, work in the presence, and I all my goals which are grounded in the ground, on, in my life. And I'll work towards that. That's not Gita says you should give up. But it says, 
Sankalpa Prabhuvan, all the desires prompted by this fanciful nature of my mind, you give up. Manasa Indriya Gramam Vinayamya. And then controlling all these senses, the senses which are my instrument to transact with this world outside, my sense of sight, sense of you know, sound, touch, smell, taste, that I control by my mind because the senses really do not have any power till the mind creates tricks, plays tricks with it. So if I control my mind, my mind is now steady because it is inwardly focused on myself. I control all the senses through my mind. Samantataha, then I'm equanimous, I'm satisfied, you know. So, so sanehi, then the verse we have seen is sanehi, sanehi, uparam, etat buddhaya, dhruti gruhitaya, atma sanstham, manahakratva, na kinchidapi chintayat. He says, this is not going to come overnight. You have to constantly practice that. Then gradually, sanaihi, sanaihi, gradually you will have a control over this by the firm intellect. Intellect which is now purified by all the things which we have talked about in the first six chapters. So the karma yoga, selfless actions, you know. And all these things and now purified my intellect which is a pure intellect, is seeing the reality, what is right and what is wrong. What is really good for me and what is not good for me. With that intellect, I gradually get the control, you know, and get this peace, you know. And said, Atma Sanstham Manahakratva, mind is established in the self. It's not running outside to fulfilling this fanciful desires. It established in the self, you know. Kinchit apina chintayet. Yogi, such a seeker, will not be thinking about anything but the self. In other words, now I clearly see the difference between I and the instruments of my transaction with the world. This body, mind and intellect are just instruments which I use to transact with this world. I and the world, the duality only exists in my mind. Myself and yourself and his self is one and the same self. This duality has created these sorrows for me. This establishment in the self gives me the contentment which I had been seeking for. And now comes the prescription because we think that once I have figured out and I'm established in meditation that everything is over, I have now achieved what I am going to achieve and after that there is not really much effort left for me. So the next verse Bhagavan reminds us that this is a constant effort to control your mind. If you think the mind is going to turn towards yourself and that is the end of the story that is going to remain there, you are mistaken. The very nature of mind is restless, tranchala. The mind is called mind because it is the flow of thoughts. And the flow of thoughts keeping in one direction is going to be difficult. So therefore you need to be vigilant in your intellect and seeing what the mind is doing and control. Say, yataha, yataha nischarati. 
మనహ చంచలం చంచలం అస్థిరం వెరీ నేచర్ ఆఫ్ ద మైండ్ ఈజ్ ఇట్ ఈస్ రెస్ట్లెస్ అండ్ అన్స్టేడీ యూ క్యాన్ థింక్ ఆఫ్ ది వన్ థింగ్ ఫర్ అ లాంగ్ పీరియడ్ ఆఫ్ టైమ్ ఐఎమ్ థింకింగ్ అబౌట్ సంథింగ్ అండ్ సడన్లీ ఐ హియర్ సంథింగ్ మై మైండ్ జస్ట్ రన్స్ అవే ఐ థింకింగ్ అబౌట్ డూయింగ్ సంథింగ్ అండ్ మై మైండ్ సీస్ సంథింగ్ ఇట్ ఈస్ రన్స్ అవే ఫ్రమ్ it is the very nature of the mind to use the senses as its gateways and runs away and i say don't try to punish yourself for that but remember that your job is to bring that mind back to where it needs to be so you have to train this mind and tell this mind this is not right you are trying to meditate you are trying to study you are trying to do something which you have decided is good for you this is what you want to do but hearing something listening something seeing something mind runs away don't this get discouraged but bring the mind back and say you should be doing this right now so bhagwan says yatah yatah nischarati manah chanchalam asthiram tatah tatah niyamya etad atmani evam vasam naye whenever whenever mind does that that time you bring the mind and establish it back into yourself by yourself bring your mind turn it towards yourself and then say prasanta manasam hi enam yoginam sukham uttamam why are we doing all of that why do you want to control the mind just because i want to punish my mind say no no what you are looking for was happiness sukham you are you are looking for an happiness which is everlasting therefore it's uttamam not the regular ones which we get for a while and then it goes away well we had been good we had been going through this all over life and we are not very happy about it we want something everlasting give me something which i never have to return back to the you know the seller i want something permanent happiness Bhagavan said the only permanent happiness comes from prasanta manaha. By a quiet mind is the only source of joy and happiness. Agitated mind cannot give you any happiness. I may be telling you the greatest news of your life, but if your mind is agitated, you won't listen to me. I may be giving you the greatest gift you can receive, but if your mind is agitated, you won't even say it. so it is the mind which decides whether i am happy or not so what is the quality of the mind which is in happiness a prasanta manaha the mind which is quiet gives me happiness and therefore say prasanta manasam hi enam yoginam sukham uttamam the yogi who has been striving and seeking the self once he finds his self establish the mind in it his mind now becomes quiet this quietness in the mind gives the sukham uttamam the greatest happiness and saying upeti santarajasam you know why he gets the happiness santarajasam rajasa activity you know you know this sattva rajasam tamas the very nature of the mind is to be rajasa want to run away when you make this mind quiet out of his habit of running away 
and to say stay quiet, you know, it gives the happiness. Brahma Bhutam Akalpasham. With this practice of meditation, when I've purified my mind and intellect, now I have trained my mind to be steady, which is contrary to its own nature of running away. This quiet mind removes all my sin. Akalmasam. And the yogi becomes without any sin. And the sin is nothing but the impurities in my internal instrument of the mind and intellect. I'm purified by those, those impurities. My mind is quiet. I now realize that myself and the Supreme Self is one and the same Self. So I become Brahma Bhutam. I've now identified myself with the eternal self which is all-pervading and almighty and omniscient and omnipotent. Then in my previous case, I identified myself with this limited self which is a limit in my body, a limit of my mental capacity and my intellectual capacity. All my problems were because my identification with this limitedness. Now, because I have now identified myself with the Supreme Self, all my problems have dissolved into a permanent peace. Now, that's what we have seen before we ended this class, before the two long weekends. Om Sarve Bhavantu Sukina Sarve Santu Niramayaha Sarve Bhadrani Pashyantu Makaschit Dukkha Bhagbave Om Shantihi 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 Harihiyo Shri Guru Bhyo Namaha Hari Hiyo